What's going on, everybody? Back at you with another episode of Quarantine Football today. Like always, I'm Ryan, one of your co-hosts. Unfortunately, Nate couldn't make it today. He had other obligations. So, got my other backup co-host, Dorian. What's going on, man? How you doing today? What's going on, Ryan? I'm feeling good. How about yourself? I'm chilling, man. Did you watch the uh, last episode of the uh, Final Dance last night, man? Uh, no, nah, I didn't. I didn't get to it last night, but you know, oh, got, got man, that. It, it was so good, oh, so yeah. good, man. That 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 whole documentary was just absolutely fire. Loved loved the entire thing. And uh, if anyone thinks LeBron's better than uh, Michael Jordan, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Just how I feel about it. But enough about basketball. Today we have a very very special guest on the show. Today, number one running back in the nation from the class of 2021, Travion Henderson committed to the Ohio State University. What's going on, man? Uh, nothing, just chilling. What's going on with y'all? I'm chilling, like you said, man. You know, not not much to do during quarantine except uh, take a bunch of walks and watch a bunch of Netflix and talk a bunch of football, really. <laughs> it's really just the life right now. Uh, so we're just going to hop right into the questions. So I'll start it out. Uh, why'd you choose to play running back? You know, was there a uh, certain influence that uh, made you want to choose the position of a uh, running back? Uh, my granddad, he used to play running back. He passed away uh, way before I was born. But um, once I started playing football, I started playing running back. I ended up scoring like 20, over 20 touchdowns, rushing over a thousand yards. And that was my first time playing football. Yeah, that's, that's a great inspiration, you know. Uh, you know, respects for your uh, grandfather, uh, RIP for me. Um, but that that's that's awesome. You know, just that inspiration that you have. It's just it's a cool story, you know, and I'm sure that drives you every day for every game that you play in. Oh, yeah, definitely. Hey, man, it's Dorian. So uh, we, we get we get a lot of college athletes that describe what what they went through but you're going through the process right now so can you describe what the recruiting process was and that you're going through currently yeah so the only thing that was tough for real is you got like a bunch of coaches and staff text you almost every day so I have to check to my phone like three times each day making sure I'm texting these coaches back so once the virus hit I just didn't feel like I knew after it was all over I knew I would have coaches blowing my phone up asking me to come visit so I just wanted to wanted to go ahead and get it over with before all this ended. Awesome, man. I mean, we we, we, we definitely hear that from a lot of past athletes saying that they, they had coaches calling them all the time, texting them, coming to visit the house. And yeah. I, 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 I can't – I mean, I'm an Ohio State and a Clemson fan, so it, it, it yeah. pains me. But, you know, it, it's definitely a good spot. Man, how are you going to be an Ohio State and Clemson fan? How does that even work? Yeah, facts. Listen, what happened was I was an Ohio State fan before uh, about 2013, and then my cousin went to Clemson. So I was kind of torn in between both schools. So I was like, all right, hold, all right, I I think I could do it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fair enough. Yeah, man. So... (laughs) So uh, another question that I have is what what part about running back do you think is difficult that other people may not expect? Uh I'll say like you don't have to, you don't have to be the biggest the biggest running back but you do need to be a little bulky cuz you got like 
on the other side of the ball, you got these defenders over six foot five, D linemen over three hundred, things like that. So you do got to be a little balked up to be able to play a running back. Uh, I mean, I think, I think a lot, a lot of people and a, just the casual football fan looks at a running back and they're like, okay, they run and they catch, but I don't think a lot of people realize that there's a lot of blocking and and just just trying to make make room for the quarterback a lot with running back. Oh yeah, like you you got to have good vision. You got to be able to see, see the holes and things like that once they open up. If you don't have good vision, you can't really be a good running back. You got to have vision to be able to see the holes and hit the holes and score, make plays. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I remember this kind of a uh, throwback, uh, Trent Richardson, when he was really good that one season, and then the next season when he just wasn't good. There's that one clip of him, like, running where there's that wide-open hole, and then he's running into, like, a wall instead of the wide-open hole, and that just always cracks me up. Yeah. You know, Trent Richardson could have been great, just wasn't great. But enough about that. Uh, I want to go back to your football experiences. Is there any uh, running back that, you know, may- maybe they're retired now or maybe they're still in the league, but is there any sort of running back that you kind of match your game up with or sort of a uh, an idol while you grew up that you just really wanted to, uh, you know, have your game similar to theirs? So growing, growing up, I always used to look at running backs like Chris Johnson, Reggie Bush, uh, Walter Payton. But now, like, nowadays I look at running backs like Saquon Barkley, Kristen McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, running backs like that. That's so versatile, can catch out the backfield, got a lot of speed, got a lot of power, things like that. Yeah, you know, uh, for me, I uh, love my man Saquon. I'm a diehard Giants fan. You know, he he's great. Really hoping it's a bounce bounce back year this year. You know, but he's he's insane. He his quads are huge. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's he's just an absolute monster. And then uh, you also talked about Chris Johnson, one of the uh, the fastest guys ever to play the game. You know, yeah. I definitely I definitely see you, you you and Chris Johnson are extremely similar. You know, you're you're an absolute speed demon. I'll have to say that. Yeah. So that de- that definitely that make that makes a lot of sense. That I could definitely see that. Uh, and then kind of going back to uh, you know your goals uh, as a player. Uh, do you have any goals for uh, next season and also beyond? You know, you want to win uh, some bowls with Ohio State. Also, maybe uh, make the NFL. So I got I got one more season in high school, mm-hmm. and I I plan uh, I want to win one more championship. My goal before coming to high school, I want to win four. We won two so far. So I gotta finish my senior season off strong and win three at least, and then once oh, yeah. I get to college, I got I got some very big goals for college. Yeah, you know that's that's great. You you got you want to win that uh that national championship with Ohio State, man. Oh yeah, I told I told him I want to win about three or four. Sheesh, three or yeah. four. All right, all right, all right. That's some that's some big stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. I could see that. You know, Ohio State's a pretty pretty crazy good team. I mean, every year we see them uh, pretty much make the playoffs. Yeah. They're, they're crazy. For sure. All right, Dory. Yeah, you got any questions? Yeah, so see, seeing as how you have one season left, what would Yo. you say so far has been your favorite high school memory? My favorite high school memory was my sophomore year. It's like the end of my sophomore year. So I didn't really start, like, my high school year, throughout my high school year, I really didn't start playing, getting back to running back till 
the end of my sophomore year. So my first time playing running back my sophomore year, it was against a team we haven't beaten in years because a lot of running backs went down before that game that we played this team. So I ended up at the end of the game, I ended up scoring the game winner against against this team. It was like 80 yards against and we didn't beat them in years. Damn, man. I'm that that's cra- that's crazy for for you to hit hit the game winner running 80 yards. That's, oh yeah. That's how I blew up at running back right there. 100%. I I I know you were hyped right after that. <laughs> oh yeah, I went to school the next day feeling like the man. No doubt. So also um how, so the what what do you say think the biggest game that you played in was though? Would you say it was that game or would would it be an any other game? Uh the biggest game I ever played in was my freshman year of when we played in the state champ state championship. They had this they we played this huge team. We were we won though, but the team was huge. I'm talking big O'Lyman. O'Lyman all of the O linemen were over six foot five, over three hundred pounds, and plus they had this big running back, fast. So we ended up winning, though. Sounds like you played an NFL team right there. <laughs> yes, shoot, it looked like it. Yeah, those guys sound huge, like th- six five each for high school guys. Like yeah. what? And I was like, I was like five nine at the time too. My freshman. <laughs> Like five nine one seventy at the time. I'm down in the sea gap playing safety. Sheesh, I can't. I'd be terrified if I if I saw those guys running at me or something like that. I would just I, I'd run away as fast as I can. Honestly, I'd be terrified. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, kind of uh, going back to your commitment with Ohio State. Uh, is there any uh, specific reason why you uh, chose Ohio State or over some of those uh, other big name schools? Uh, I felt like Ohio State stood out to me the most. I mean, the coaches text me every day, checked up on me every day, and still do. Even after I committed, they still do. Uh, they got that family. Like, every college say they got a family type vibe, but, but they don't. Ohio State really has that, and they, they have the videos to prove it. The players always talk about how close they are together and things like that. And, I mean, shoot. The program is great. Education is great. Everything is just great about it. Yeah, Ohio State is a very, very big school. I have a few friends who uh, go there, and they yeah. have nothing but uh, they they say they compliment it so much. And I, I've never heard a bad single bad thing about Ohio State personally. Yeah, you can't really find them bad to talk about Ohio State. Yeah, you you really can. I just I've heard from uh, the football aspect that playing in that stadium is just insane. The energy is unmatched. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So, um, you know, going back to Ohio State, do you have any uh favorite Ohio State player that uh played at the school? Doesn't have to be someone recent; could be just whenever. Like just just one player that you've just that's that's your favorite, pretty much. My favorite was Ezekiel Elliott. That's Smart man. <laughs> uh, Dorian, the Cowboys fan, so he loves Elliott. Oh yeah. Yeah, and for me, not so much. I don't really – I'm not a huge Elliott fan, but that's because I'm a Giants fan. But I know Elliott was an absolute monster at uh, at Ohio State, so that oh, yeah. definitely makes sense. Yeah, I mean, 
I, I hope for you, you, you take what Ezekiel Elliott did. He said, man, just give me the ball and we'll win. It's crazy. Crazy. Facts. So, All right, Dorian, you got more questions, man? Yeah, so we, we know, especially going to Ohio State, it's a big stage. So for for you, what do you do to calm your butterflies before a game? Oof, um, that's a that's a tough question right there. I mean, every each and every game I always got butterflies. It like I can know we ready beat this team. I still got butterflies, but it's like really it's just once that first play start, I'm just something. I'm ready now. All the butterflies gone. Just focusing on my assignment now. Focusing on winning. Yeah, I f- I feel like for for me and Ryan, we we've heard that a lot. Where you guys just you you have you have a sense of focus. Like once once the clock starts, you guys just are like, all right, time to time to lock in and go ahead. Yeah, but them butterflies ain't no jokes. I'm telling you. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, the, those butterflies, I, I feel like, just would get crazy. <laughs> 100%. All right, Dorian, you got more? Yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah. So go, going into your pregame routine, like what, what, kind, what kind of song or do you have a favorite song to listen to uh, pregame? Uh, I don't have no favorite song. I'll probably say my favorite artist to listen to his pregame is probably Meek Mill. Yeah, we that that's definitely that's a solid solid pick. He he's got a lot of songs that that'll get you hype, get oh, you. Yeah. yeah, Meek Mill seems to be a very popular anthem on the show. You know, I hear we hear a lot of guys say uh, "Dreams and Nightmares" is uh, one of their favorites, and I, yeah. I'm sure you love that song too. Yeah, yeah, every, yeah. There's there's no way you can't not like "Dreams and Nightmares." That song just gets you gets you hype every time. Yeah, facts. <laughs> so you know, kind of, this is kind of a different question, but who are your top uh, top three favorite artists uh, out there right now? Shoot, my top three favorite: uh, Meek Mill. Let me see, Meek Mill, Jack Boy, and probably uh, Lil Baby. Jack Boy's a different one. I haven't heard that one on the show or from from many in a bit, but I I gotta listen to him more. Honestly, I I've heard he's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he's blowing up now. Yeah, definitely. And I, I'm a I'm a big little baby fan. I liked his uh his last album. I'm also I'm really into like the uh, J Cole J D uh, Dreamville artists. A lot of yeah. people uh aren't really huge fans, but I'm a huge fan. I love him. <laughs> So, uh, you know, kind of talking more about uh, the football aspect of this interview. Um, you know, let me see. Uh, what's your, you know, all right, this is a different question, not football related, but has there been a favorite uh, event or activity during high school that's outside of football that you've really enjoyed? You know, maybe maybe like a dance or just any other activity that your school does? Uh, well, I don't, I don't really go to the dances at my school. Don't be feeling like dressing up sometimes. <laughs> but like another, I'll say another sport I do is track, though. Oh, okay, yeah, you know that that makes sense. You know, you're you're a speed demon, so I feel like track definitely it it definitely helps you. I I would feel like right. Yeah. Oh yeah, it helps a lot. I feel like some some athletes don't understand like track track can take you a long way. That's what most college coaches look at is those track times. 
yeah, that definitely makes sense. You know, building up the uh, the endurance to you know run a while. Obviously, that's that's what part of track is. You know, just just building up that stamina definitely, I feel like, helps any athlete. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. So this is kind of a uh, question relating to the NFL. Wanted to get your opinion on this. Who do you think the top five running backs in the NFL are right now? Top five running backs. Uh, I'll say, I'll say. Christian McCaffrey, Saquon, Zeke, uh, Alvin Kamara, and the last one I'll probably say, uh, um, Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon's interesting. I haven't I haven't heard his name in top fives in a while. You know, I feel like mostly it's because he had a, he had a quiet season on the Jets, but. I don't really think that's his fault. I'm not a huge fan of uh, Adam Gase as the head coach. I don't think he's uh, all that good. But, you know, Saquon, McCaffrey, Kamara, and uh, and Elliott are all just absolute beasts. And oh, yeah. watch out watch out for my man, Derrick Henry. Man, man's an absolute machine. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a monster. All right, Dorian, I'm going to hand it over to you, man. Go ahead. All right, man. Go, going back to the NFL, who do you think was the biggest steal in the draft? The biggest deal in the draft, uh, I'll probably say the biggest deal in the draft, I'll probably say J.K. Dobbins. They getting the dog. Whoever, Baltimore Ravens is getting the dog. Oh, 100%. And I mean, that, let, let's be honest, who, who's going to stop that? Ra- the Ravens now? Oh, yeah, with Lamar and then J.K. Dobbins. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Definitely. Me personally, I mean, I might be a little biased, but I mean, Trayvon Diggs, cornerback out of well, oh, get out of here. But <laughs> <laughs> well, now, <Nah, So> biased. <laughs> now on on the real though, I think I think it was Denzel Mims to the Jets. I think he was a receiver I had going pr- pretty early, and I think oh, yeah. he, he slipped into I think late second round, something like that. Yeah. And I think I think that was a huge steal because the Jets needed a receiver. Yeah. Definitely, man. Yeah, Denzel Mims. For me, for me, I'd have to say, uh, my man, um, blank, uh, Julian O'Quara. That's, I think, that's what his name was. The, the edge rusher from Notre Dame that went to the Lions. I thought he, he was a top three edge rusher in this draft. I thought that was the uh, biggest deal of the draft for me personally. Yeah, he, he's an absolute monster. They got him in like the third round. I was just, I, I wish the Giants got him. Honestly, I was so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Ryan, you haven't, you have any other questions? Yeah, man. I got, I got a couple more, some, uh, some fun questions just talking about life and, uh, you know, just, just talking personal stuff. Um, did you have any, uh, favorite end or do you have any favorite end zone dance, uh, currently that you like to do? I know in uh high school football, they kind of regulate that stuff a little bit, but, um, you know, is there anything that you do in the end zone that you just always, that's like a tradition for you? Uh, no, I don't do much because my, the lead down where I'm at is so strict on things, so I really don't yeah. do for real. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. I mean, high school football is kind of a – they're kind of strict with that stuff. They like to uh, regulate it a lot, and obviously that's not really the case with uh, college and NFL. So I'm sure once you get there, man, it'll – it'll. Uh, I, I, w- I want to see some crazy end zone dances from you, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got you for sure. Uh, yeah. I'm going to tune in for sure. Do you have a favorite end zone dance that any player does currently? Shoot, not, not really. 
Not really, friend. Yeah, I've, I've, been, I mean, I've been practicing my end zone dances for Ohio State, though. I, I, I like to hear that. I like to hear that. I'll, I'll definitely be tuning in. I got I got to see him. Let's <laughs> watch. For sure, for sure. And then uh, another question I have. Um, is there any, uh, I guess, who's a, who's the funniest or most characteristic guy that you've uh, met in the football world or maybe have been teammates with? Uh, that's a funny, that's a. That's a tough question right there. <laughs> uh, I'll probably say the com- the commit, um, the Ohio State commit, the running back, Evan Pryor. Okay, okay. He's a funny dude. <laughs> yeah, you know, I feel like I feel like that funny teammate is always uh, necessary for the locker room. You know, you need you need that uh that spirit booster. That guy is always cracking jokes, just getting uh putting smiles on everyone's faces. You know. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right, Dory, I'm going to pass it over to you, man. You got any more questions? I think I have the most important question. Oh, let me hear it. All right. So we, we, we've discussed this with, with, several, with several guys before, and we want to get who yours is. So who is your celebrity crush? Ah, my celebrity crush, man. My celebrity crush got to be Polly. It's either between Rihanna or Beyonce. And I can't, I can't argue with you on that. <laughs> I don't think anyone can. Nah, you just, you just can't. Dorian, who, who's yours, man? All right, so I, I've, I've said Zendaya in the past, but you know, it's kind. Of, there's she, she does YouTube. Her name's Daniela Perkins. She's kind of, she, she's like, she's one of those people who's just like really funny and just less loose. So, <laughs> saying, between those two, fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. What about you know, you? My, mine's kind of mine's kind of weird. You know, I, I said it in past episodes also, but I always say Emma Watson just because fifth year, uh, fifth grade me watching Harry Potter when I was like nine years old fell in love with Emma Watson. That's that's just one generic one that I always say. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for sure. It, that that's where it starts as a kid. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a, a couple more before we uh, sign off. Uh, I got two more to ask. Um, what are your top five favorite foods? Top five favorite food, uh, I gotta say, fried chicken, uh, fried chicken, steak, uh, lobster, uh, pizza, and probably um, chicken tenders. That's a that's a great list. I'm a huge fan of all of those. Uh, for me personally, my number one is sushi. I love I'm a big sushi guy. Love that stuff. And then uh, steak, another another great one. Uh, how do how do you get your steak done? I want to hear this. Uh, I like it medium rare. All right, I respect that. I'm one of the uh, I'm one of the weirdos who get it done rare. You know, a lot of people judge me for that. Man, you no. like your steak breathing, don't you? Yeah. I do. It, it tastes good. I I can't I, I can't not have it like that, you know. And I've never had any issues with it. So mm-hmm. everyone says like, "Oh, my stomach's gonna get messed up for me." Like I've never had that. So I keep doing it, you know. Yeah, I mean, just, just how I just how I roll. I'm yeah. one of those guys that I get my steak well done. So people make the joke. Uh, that I'm, I'm still doing. <laughs> That's disgusting. I hate that. I'm sorry, Dorian. I mean. I mean, it's it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Fair enough. 
All right, so last question for the episode before we wrap this one up. What are you doing to pass time during quarantine currently? Uh, I've been working out two, three times a day, just trying to get better and perfect my craft, watching a lot of highlights, a lot of film. And then, like, pretty much after I get all my workouts and stuff done, I, I hop on the game for a little bit, play a little Fortnite, get a couple of dubs, and just call it a day. Hey, catching, working out and catching dubs. Gotta love it, man. That's the stuff right there. That's the yeah. move. <laughs> All right, so that just about wraps up our episode for today. Uh, Trey, you got anything you want to say before we sign off, man? Uh, no, I don't. I just want to thank you all for having me on the show, though. I yeah, of course, it. man. It was a, it was a pleasure and honor to have you uh, come on talk today about your uh, football experiences and just life in general. You know, it's always fun hearing what everyone got to say, and it was a pleasure hearing what you got to say, my man. Yeah, appreciate it. Of course, and uh, Dory, you got anything you want to say before we sign off, man? Uh, nah, I just want to say thank you for coming on, man. It was it was definitely a pleasure, and I look forward to watching you. Oh thank yeah, you. gonna gonna tune in next season. And a season beyond, of course. So I want to thank everyone for listening today. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at QF underscore Nate and Ryan on Twitter at QF underscore NNR and on TikTok at Q football podcast. We post behind the scenes. We post news updates and just fun content overall. So make sure you guys drop a follow and check it out. I want to thank everyone for listening today and we'll see you guys next time.